Girls, if I go missing, you know my alien husband. If you go missing, yeah. I'm not sounding the alarm. It's because you're in good hands. Thank you. Everyone and welcome back to another episode of Romancing the Monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. Hi, I'm Seth. Um, this week we read uh, Guardian by Annie Chandler. Um, it is a sci-fi novel, which I believe is our first on the podcast. Am yes, I right? Yes, it is. Unfortunately, it's not technically a sci-fi with any types of delicious aliens. Yeah. Uh, it is very normal human beings. Um, but I wouldn't say normal. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, technically she is alien. He's not. He's from Earth. But she True. is technically alien. I was talking about their personalities. So, not them, they per don't se, look but everyone else. Alien. Oh, yeah. Okay, wow. Well. Anyways, it has an interesting premise, Seth. Yeah. What is it? So, basically, <laughs> this book takes place on a prison planet. And what that is, um, is basically where prisoners live out the rest of their lives. And um, it's not the best living conditions. It's not the best planet to live in. <laughs> that is putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, we start off with um, Audra. Is that how you say her name? Audra. Audra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we start off with her on, a, I guess, a spaceship of sorts, taking her to this prison planet for committing a crime. We don't know what it is yet. Um, but basically, it starts off really brutally. We see women that are naked being fed through holes in the wall, being hosed down with cold water. Um, and they're all, they're also sterilized um, before they get onto the planet. Yeah. Um, so they can't procreate. <laughs> um, anyways, so as soon as they arrive onto the planet, they get backpacks with supplies like food, um, water tablets to clarify the water, things like that, things that they need to survive. Um, but then, as soon as they get onto that planet, um, a character named Wendy basically is Miss Warden and decides to separate the girls. Um, they have a settlement A and settlement B. Settlement B is where you ultimately want to get to because, you know, that's where, like, they're living an okay life. We never really see what happens in settlement B. We don't know what their life is Yeah, it is might like. not be that okay. Exactly. You know? Um, well, Audra, since we're following her story, we end up with settlement A. And there... Um, it's uh, pretty awful. It's where all the men live. Um, and the men basically have free <laughs> reign. I don't know why that's funny to me. Why is that funny? That's a funny That's part. where the men are. <laughs> pretty awful. <laughs> I mean, chaos. this book made it seem like men are like... It did. No, it did. Disgustingly it did. Yeah. vile. Um, yeah, and I want to talk about that. So please remind me of that later yes. on. Okay. okay, moving on. Settlement um, A. <laughs> So basically, six women get sent every time a new shipment of prisoners come to Settlement A. Um, And basically, the women, um, their role is to have sex with the men in order to get food and shelter and anything else they may need to survive. Um, And these are the rules of their leader, Jamie, who's pretty disgusting. Um, And they must choose a protector... Um, for a month, um, and then they have to choose another one the month after. Basically, Audra has a, a hot mouth, I guess one would say, and she honestly does not agree at all with what's going on. She's, like, in shock, and she does not want to choose any men. She doesn't want to get raped. That's more or less what's going to happen. Gang raped. Yeah, because if you don't have a guardian, there you go, Marge, um, you literally <laughs> are there, and men would take you know, would rape you. Because well, it's essentially like you pick a guardian who will protect you, but also expect things of you in, in exchange for food exactly. and safety. Or you can just try to go about on your own and be violently and repeatedly raped by a bunch of men. So Until you die, you because they don't <laughs> care if you die. Yeah, I mean, they will kill you. Yeah. They will literally run you to the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's awful. And I'm like, I'm. this is not even me 
like extrapolating like that is the situation like that yeah. is how what it's described extrapolating mean? isn't it like a hyperbole or whatever extrapolating a situation like making it bigger exaggerating exaggerating yeah? isn't it did I just invent a word? If so, well, extrapolate, extrapolating is now in the dictionary, everyone. Use <laughs> it as you wish. Oh, no, maybe you're right. I kind of want to search it up now. Maybe maybe I also just use a really big word and I'm proud of myself. Who knows? <laughs> it's, it's either I invented it or, or I used it correctly. Oh, okay. So it means extend the application or method to an unknown situation by assuming... Assuming the existing trends will continue or similar methods will be applicable. That's a stupid. I don't like that. that I think was... that's a math word. What? <laughs> what? Oh, extrapolation <laughs> is a way to make guesses about the future or about some hypothetical situation based on the data you already know. So it's a math word, but I think you kind of use it accurately. Well, because like we are Listen, I'll take it. I'll take it. We'll die <laughs> based on what we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, anyways. So. So Audra is pretty smart in all of this. She realizes she needs to survive. Um, so she looks at their clothes, their hygiene, um, what supplies they have, things like that. So that would mean that they're able to protect themselves as well as herself. Um, and she also looks at their facial expressions if they look, you know, unkind or like brutal. I mean, basically all the men there are brutal and unkind. But then she sees one man who literally is not at all invested in the choosing, the process of, like, the women choosing a guardian. He literally is just holding a dead-ass rabbit and, like, walking. <laughs> dead ass. Isn't he standing on out. top of a rock, too? Like, it's just... Tyson, what are you doing? <laughs> and anyway, she chooses that guy to be her guardian, and his name is Tyson. And he's also, like, the one lone wolf in Settlement A that everyone stays steers clear of because they're scared of him. And he just, he's brutal. Or so they say. I mean, we can talk about that later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but Audra also bonded with another female prisoner named Macy, who kind of become a package deal in all of this. And she makes Tyson take her and Macy which causes an uproar because you can only have one female, obviously. Um, but since he's so strong and so, like, feared amongst all of those people, he gets away with it. And he, I guess the story really starts there and he ends up protecting both of them. He's also so selfless. Yeah. He's like, this is going to bring me help, yeah. but I will do it. <laughs> because he sees, like, he obviously doesn't like the situation of, like, what's going on. And, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting world interesting planet it's a it's a, a depressing world, world. yeah <laughs> it is a dark dark world mm -hmm. it did give me anxiety more like I did it? it because really it did. definitely gave me anxiety especially the yeah. end so i guess we can keep that for later on but yeah we should also start off by saying like hopeless that we should have like said this book was uh pretty dark and our conversations will be pretty dark and triggering probably um, yeah so I maybe imagine. we should uh, um, put that in the beginning before yeah, I start my trigger synopsis. Warning. <laughs> trigger warning 10 minutes in. <laughs> uh, um, so what did you think of the book? Yes. I don't know. I don't like, I don't know how to like, like, okay. So I enjoyed the book. Yeah. Like the writing was good. Yeah. But I don't think I would continue on with the series because it was, it was, it did give me anxiety, like, the situations that the girls went through. Um, I didn't know how far the author was going to take all these situations. Like, I actually thought, well, we'll get into that um, with Jamie, the scene yeah. kind of towards the end. Um, Fuck Jamie, man. Oh, yeah. Jamie. If I could kill that bastard again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking about it kind of makes my stomach hurt. But um, I just literally had to type into, like, ask into the chat. Like, we have a, a chat together. Yeah. And she was like, is Jamie the hero? I know. I was <laughs> like, like, I mean, at that yeah. point, I won't lie, though, because I also thought he was the hero. Yeah. I did not. But I read the blurb. I didn't. I, I, didn't, I, didn't so I knew mind. it was a Tyson. I asked. I went into the chat, asked my question, and then I went to go look at the blurb just to make like, sure. Okay. So for for context, Jamie is essentially presented as this gross ass pimp. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he's like the ruler over there. He makes the the laws. He, you know, supposedly makes sure that things, you know, are working as they should. But yeah. like really it's kind of like he's a tyrant. Like he it is not fun. And um yeah, S S apparently thought he was the hero. <laughs> For, for, seriously, for, for half a second, a second. I was like, if, if this is a hero, I'm sorry, I'm going to Yeah, I was going to clock up, too. Heck, no, I would not be reading That's why I asked either. you, like, do you like the hero? Okay, so it wasn't mm. Jamie, so I was like, but do you like the hero? Because the way the author is explaining all these other guys, like, they're horrible. I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe that, that Tyson was a good one. Like, it took me a while yeah. for me to believe that he was a good one. So, yeah. yeah. I was like, I also... Um, so basically their first sexual situation um, was kind of, you know, blurry in the sense where she felt like she was obligated to have sex with him. Um, and he mm-hmm. really was just, he had one thought in mind and that was, you know, to have sex. Well, he thought she was offering too. Yeah. Like in his head, he didn't think about the fact that she might not want it. Like, yeah. well, okay, that sounds, that, that's not, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to say. In the sense that like, to him, she would only offer if she wanted yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because it hadn't crossed his mind that she's doing it out of obligation. Yeah. Um, but, but that's what see, that's she was when doing I was for. like, are his intentions as good as like I want them to be? And then slowly, obviously, we find out that he's actually like a pretty great guy, pretty selfless he's guy. He's a sweet guy. Um. So yeah, no, I was in the same boat with us because like I liked the story. I wouldn't say, like, the story. I like the writing. <laughs> and, yeah. like, the story was very... It was jarring. Like, I had no other mm-hmm. words to describe it. Like, and I was telling Marge the other day that, like, I was struggling to get back into it and I didn't know why. And I think it was because, like, I felt disturbed reading it. And it's, like, yeah. I know nothing really happens to our main female, but it's just, like, what's going on around them with the girl Santa, with um whatever happened to her friend Lita at the beginning, we don't know. We don't know what happened to any of them because, like, the the world is so brutal and Sana probably died. Like, we don't know what happens to her. Um, and she was another what female that came to this um, settlement A. And it's, like, it's just, it's crazy because she probably died. Yeah, they probably all of that died, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But, like, both of you, it did... Uh, stir some emotions in me that I didn't want it to stir um but but I feel like part of it is also because I went into it being really naive like Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew how dark this book was yeah and and so all along I expected it to at least have some kind of like unrealistic happy happy ending like somehow miraculously they managed to get off the fucking planet it doesn't happen you know but i kept like i don't know why i was so naive but i kept holding on to that thought i guess maybe because all the sci-fi i've read sci-fi romance anyway that i've read always is kind of like and then somehow they're just super happy on this ice planet you know like it just no one (laughs) dies ever like it's just i guess maybe that's why i was expecting it to be that way but like it was dark from the beginning till the end yeah. like it's definitely not a miraculous happy ending it is however perhaps a realistic ending I agree. which yeah. we can talk about the you know yeah. how that could be a good thing and how it could be a bad thing i don't know um so yeah enjoyed it overall the writing was definitely good it's it was so like, good is mm-hmm. this person writing under another pen name? Because, like, like, I just, I like the writing, but all she writes under this one pen name, I think, are, like, really dark sci-fi, mm. so. Yeah, no, her writing was amazing. Like, I honestly, I was enthralled. Like, anytime I picked up the book, I was, like, engaged. I was, I couldn't put it down. But it's just, yeah, as I said, it was brutal. But, yeah, I, I, I liked it. And I don't know. So the next book is Macy and how the book ends basically is her getting um, taken and sent to Zone 2, where they were living in Zone 4. Um, and they had to escape Zone 4 because, obviously, Tyson wanted to keep Audra, and that's obviously not something that could happen there. Um, so they finally get away with the help of another prisoner um, guard. I feel like we have to talk about that. Yeah. But anyways, well, yeah. what I was saying was, I don't know if I'm going to read Macy's book 
but I also kind of like bonded with her. Like I liked her. I don't know how I felt about Macy. You have thoughts about her? To me, well, maybe the reason why I should read her book is because she's not your typical heroine, at least in this book. Like, how she was constructed as a character, I really wasn't expecting her to be the next book. Because they portrayed like, her as a child? Like, when she gets taken away, when she gets taken away at the end of this book, I was like, oh, okay, so, like, that's the end of Macy. Oh, <laughs> and then no. I went and read the blurb of book two, and I was like, it's Macy's book? Like, the girl that barely speaks? Like, I, it didn't quite make sense in my head, but I guess, like, that's kind of interesting how she's kind of not your typical character. Yeah. Main character, anyway. So, but I... Have you read the blurb of that book? It's literally Hunger Games. They're being hunted down by the rich. What the See, fuck? No, I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I, I did read it. So clearly she... Okay, so I read the first chapter of book two. And like the way it starts you off... Did? It was at the end of the book. Because I was curious. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Macy is the girl? And then, because, like, we don't know basically where she went at the end, because we don't know what Zone 2 was any, like, at any, like, we don't know what it was about. We know it was worse than yes. Zone 4. Like, by yes. what we were told by the guard lady, whatever Viv- her name was. Vivian? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, she kept, like, shaking her head, like, furiously, like, no, like, don't send her. Like, don't do it. Um, and then that's when I was like, uh-oh, poor Macy, what's gonna happen to her? Um, but Yeah. It just leaves me sick to my stomach. Like, the whole idea of this, like, prison planet, which we can also talk about. I feel like we keep saying that, so let's just talk about things. Okay, well, I mean, okay, before we backtrack to the beginning of the book, okay, can we just at least close this conversation, well, for now, close this conversation of the end on what did you think of the fact that Tyson chose Audra over Macy in the end? Like, that choice. But I, I mean, thought it was kind of an interesting choice, like a bold choice. It was a realistic choice. You would always I mean, I, save the person. I you expected love. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, hopefully. And it was like it's either he he gets captured himself because Macy was already with the guards, or he dies. Like there's like there was no other option. He had to like save the person that was furthest away, and that happened to be the woman he loved. And obviously, I think he would make an extra effort to save her over Macy. I just think it's interesting because obviously the author is writing the book. She's deciding what happens Mm -hmm. at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And she chose to have her hero ultimately pick between Macy and Audra, which obviously Macy is not his love interest. But you are told, or at least you assume from the rest of the book, that he has grown to care for her. Like a, you know, sister or something. And... He picks Audra. So she wanted him to have to pick. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to think about. Yeah. Like, why did she do that? And also, what does it say about his character? Because I feel like it's kind of a bold thing. Like, for a minute there, I was like, how dare you? I feel like it's <laughs> like, the first time he's been selfish. Minus probably, the whole choosing yeah. Audra and Macy to live with. Like, that was his one moment where he, like, he was Well, selfish. he wasn't selfish in that moment when he picked both of them. He... Uh-oh, you mean, like, afterwards when he was like, oh, you're not going back after one Exactly. Okay. That was, like, him saying he wants that family. He wants that, like, Mm. family unit. So he's going to fight to make sure that happens. But Mm. at the end, like, he was literally only saving the woman he loved. Like, I feel like that was his selfish moment. um, Mm. Because he could have been selfless and saved Macy. Because he knew Audrey could, like, Audra, sorry, could handle herself out there. We know Macy probably can't, like... That was his selfless, sorry, selfish moment. But I guess she can, though. That's kind of the lesson of it all. It's like they underestimated her if she's the heroine of the next Exactly. Book. And she's literally being hunted down. I think girl is going to do fine. Um, I think she will, too. And I, and I think the little, like, mousy, quiet person was just, like, a facade. Mm. Um, mm. Because, obviously, like, no one really notices you if you're quiet and, like, you hide. No one notices you. Um, yeah. And I think uh, Audra also mentioned that at the beginning of the book. She didn't even notice Macy. That she also has that really good hearing. She, oh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> that, was, that was weird. Yeah. I was confused with that about Macy. I'm guessing it's probably going to be revealed in yeah. her book. But I was like, was she, like, genetically altered? Maybe. Or... 
I, I don't know. Like, that was the one, like, I guess you could say magical thing in the book. I mean, I guess it's really maybe not hearing. magical at all. And she was probably just genetically altered. But, like, I don't know. I, I That was weird. <laughs> Uh, but what did you think of the decision at the end? Yes. I mean, I I kind of expected it. I, I was hoping that they would all leave, somehow be taken into what, zone two. But he had to make a choice. And I wasn't yeah. shocked that he picked Audra. I, I mean. Yeah. And I guess like in the end, he does say like, okay, well, we're going to go find her now. I know. I know. If I do decide to read the next book, I'm hoping they kind of make an appearance and kind of make their way yeah. to Macy. I don't know. Well, we'll what I was thinking, I don't know if this is what how it's going to pan out for mm-hmm. the series, but how I was expecting uh, when I read the ending, it really shocked me. I was like taken aback, really anxious about it. I was like, I was expecting happiness here and yeah. really hopeless and dark. But I was like, is it possible that it's the kind of series where you have like each book has a plot but then there's also an overarching plot and then all the characters from all the books by the end find their happy their happiness like in the very last book like somehow they dismantle this planet or something i don't fucking yeah know. do you think they all find a way to come together yeah something like that hmm. that like it's like they're happy for now ish sort of question mark <laughs> but then they will be happy by the end of the series I don't know. That's kind of, that, that was like my one thought. I was like, okay, if she's going for that, I'm cool with it. I'm if okay with that If she's not going too. for that, I'm slightly dissatisfied. Because like, yeah. Audra and Tyson's story isn't over at the end of the book one. Like, yeah. true. they're not safe. We don't even know what they're going to encounter in zone three. Yeah. So I true. I don't know. I, I honestly think we're we, like, well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> think we will revisit them in the coming books. They might have POVs in the second book. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, I I don't, I don't know. know. I don't... Their story is far from over. There's, like, the last book in the series, I think, is, like, literally people being sold or, like, opened up for their organs. Like, I saw that. So- I was reading the synopsis. I was just like, what the hell, Annie Chandler? Like, what? <laughs> what I don't think the I can read the series. Like, the hero, like, he's sent to this that's this sector of the planet and like he's missing essentially he's just used for his organs and then the the girl is like a doctor there and she tries to like set him free or what (laughs) i keep i keep forgetting that the world is that world that planet is big for some reason like i'm just kind of different zone yeah it seems really small because it's so focused right on like this one little town of people this one little Mm -hmm. settlement um Anyways, going back to the beginning of the book, (laughs) what did you think of the principle, or I guess the concept of having a prison planet? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, we've had prison countries before, Australia being one of them. What? Australia was originally a prison country, like prisoners went there for real yeah i did not know that i didn't know this okay i know australia is made up of descendants of prisoners minus the indigenous people it was a penal colony in 1788 and over the next 80 years more than 160,000 convicts were transported to australia from england ireland scotland and wales um and so they were either given the choice to go to australia or to have the death penalty i think um, but it only became a first world country because they were allowed to like work and do all of that stuff. Um, and then it became a booming country. <laughs> People saying like, oh, let's just send all our convicts to one island where they can just survive over, over there. It's just as inhuman, in my opinion. And like, that's kind of what this book proved to me. It's just like, that is awful. Yeah. Awful. It, and it's like, we don't even know the magnitude of their crimes. Like, clearly, some people didn't even commit that great of a crime. Like, Tyson, we find out, all he did was steal a cop car at, like, 18 years old. And and Audra got convicted falsely. Yeah. Like, she, she she was convicted when it was supposed to be her sister, her twin sister. Like It just makes me question, what's their purpose? Because they're not investigated properly. They're not, like, 
Tyson's crime was laughable. Like, come on, he was a kid and it wasn't even that big of a deal. And it's just like, are they trying to, is like the world overpopulated? Like other worlds? Like why are we just sending people to die in this prison planet? Like what's their reason? Yeah, because there's really no, like they don't like discriminate against crimes. Like it's like you either murdered a bunch of people or you stole a cop car, but somehow you end up on the same goddamn planet with the same goddamn living conditions. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, th- I feel like there should be a, <laughs> like a in between. <laughs> like, I don't know. And like, it's not um, even a spectrum though, because like you said, murderers, rapists, and like child molesters would probably all be where, you know, Tyson is, you know? Where Audra is, and we don't know what Macy did. She could have been, like, a, an assassin for all we know. Um, but it's just, like, there's no spectrum. Like, there's no, like, we don't even know what the other zones are. Is zone four the worst one? Clearly not. Is it the least worst one? Is, does that make sense grammatically? I don't think I don't there's know. a single least worst one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad. But, like, people got sent to, like, zone six and seven, and then, like, the guard was, like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, it's, like, like inner, like, I don't know well, how. Well, I'm pretty sure zone six and seven is where your fucking organs are ripped out of you, so oh. I don't think that that's much better. But then, you know? like, when she was saying... Maybe you just get to die quicker. <laughs> <laughs> but then when they were saying, oh, um, you're going to zone four, like, good luck or whatever, and so I just thought zone six and seven might not be that bad. <laughs> it's all bad, so. Seth. The whole world is bad. That whole the planet. Whole, the whole goddamn planet needs to burn. Um, so how did you feel about the fact that they're, what they did to get convicted was so small? I honestly was expecting Tyson to be like a murderer or like, I just expected yeah. their crimes to be so great and they weren't <laughs> like they were, they weren't that big of a deal. Yeah. But isn't that like an interesting choice? Like it kind of says something about like how we treat some people that have con- convicted yes. them. And, like, we do not take into consideration the lives that they've lived. Yep. The, situation the situations that they're forced into. Like, why did he have to steal a cop car? Like, can we not actually sit down and try to understand this person and yeah. why he did it? He was young. You know, like, it, I don't know. Like, it just, I, I, I liked that choice because I was like, so they don't have a reason to be here. No. Nope. And yet they are. And there's a ton of people that are in prison as we speak and that don't, that shouldn't be there. Exactly. You know, like, it's just, they could just live out their sentence amongst like society. It kind of, it you know? kind of gets me thinking to what we live. Um, yeah. How an example, um, there's this woman that went to jail because she used a different address yeah, to send her kid to a better school. Yeah, and she got mm-hmm. so many years. A black woman, we should say. Yeah, there's the whole situation with um, the actress. Uh, yes, I don't remember her Aunt, name, Aunt Becky yes. from Full House or whatever. Um, yeah, what she did with her daughter in the universities, and she's only getting two months. Yeah, so it kind of gets you thinking. Like she's rich, white, and they care more about that than they do about people of color. And people in financial situations that, you know, that aren't the best. Well, yeah, because the lady was literally just trying to make sure her kid has the best future possible. Like, how can how can that be a crime? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that just brings it I back just... to, like, this story. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, Tyson's crime was not that big. And the fact that they didn't even investigate Audra, like, having a twin is so... It's just like it just resembles so it's much careless. our situation in our own society, and yeah. it's just it's disgusting. I, as you said, I like that Emmy Chandler decided to do that and decided to like highlight our own issues in our um, penal system, and yeah, I just like it's jarring to see it in like such a, a drastic light, you know, in a whole prison planet that like rapes and kills and does all that stuff, but it's basically. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just, it's awful. Like, it's it's sad that people like Tyson, people like Audra, and people like Macy, I don't know what her crime is, but that they're sent to the same place that, like, I don't know, just, like, it's hopeless. It's a hopeless situation that they're sent to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got serious, guys. 
It did. I feel like I have a new appreci- appreciation of this book now. Like having yeah. This discussion. Well, yeah, it's like in the subtle things, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if she made that choice. Consciously? Yeah. Or if it's just, that's what, maybe she just wanted her characters to still be as likable as possible. Which, you know, if Tyson had turned out to be True. a mass murderer, perhaps we wouldn't be like, oh, yay, Tyson. Yes. get off You massacred a whole family, know? but we still love you. <laughs> So maybe yeah. it was more that, but it like it doesn't take away from how we feel towards that decision and what it says about us, you know? Exactly. So. I think as readers, I feel like as readers, we pull our own situations like out of stories. Like we find a way to relate to what's going on in our world um, yeah. and find a way to connect the story to our own world. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's hard to read this book in today's world um, you know, in 2020 and not make that connection. We're all in goddamn prison in 2020. <laughs> I met with Seriously. what's going on with, it's like, Black Lives Matter prison, and, God like, damn, it feels like it was so unjust <laughs> situations. But, yeah, 2020, yeah, it does feel like a prison. I can't believe this is actually coming out in 2021. Who knows what the world looks like by then? Oh, shit. Perhaps worse. Perhaps better. <laughs> oh, shoot. I totally forgot. Yes, this would be 2021. Um, okay, so one choice that I, that did kind of puzzle me a little bit, mm-hmm. and I want to hear your takes on it so that maybe you can change my mind or something. Okay. But I, I am not a man, <laughs> obviously, um, but I found myself being really offended on behalf of men with how vile how they, they were, were portrayed. portrayed in this book. Like, none of them were redeemable they were all vile people and if anything wait hold on give me a second if anything the thing with tyson's crime and audra's crime proves that i don't think they're the only ones on this planet that probably did not commit that much of an offense so i'm like why did you portray them as such vile monsters i was kind of offended Okay, you can go, Seth. <laughs> okay, so I remember clearly um, when Audra was asking Tyson, can you help me choose my next prote- my guardian, not protector, um, can you help me choose my next guardian because I need to find someone that's someone like you. Um, and then he's like, you can find, there's many people here that are good, but they point blank can't protect you. They can't guard you. They can't make sure you're safe because they don't have that like murderous like instinct. Like they don't, they're probably not murderers. They probably, like, stole, like, bread or something. Like, they're not, like, bad people. And those people, because they can't fight for themselves, they can't – they're not capable of, like, committing murder. Um, they're not good guardians. Um, so they did talk about that. There are people there that are good and don't probably don't support the situation, but – Well, I guess maybe it's just the concept of, like, when you get a group – the strongest is always on top like so like the loudest meanest yeah exactly men are the most visible ones and then the ones that are perhaps normal and kind and not absolutely vile creatures uh they're quiet they're kind of unseen exactly i don't know maybe it is that but i was still like oh my god like i just i just want to believe in a world where just because a bunch of men are sent to a prison planet, they wouldn't suddenly turn into a bunch of rapists, you know? Like, I kind of just want to hold on to that. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. I have yeah. a question. Do you think the guys are vile, like how the author portrayed them, because of the situation that they're in? Because of their crimes weren't that bad? Oh. And they got sent to a prison planet, and that's why they just kind of like... Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, maybe. Like, circumstances made them so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they say monsters are not born, they're made. Mm-hmm. I don't know if perhaps, yeah, we could read it that way, where it's like, you or, or have a life, you're taken away from your life, you're sent to yeah. this planet that's really hopeless and dark, and perhaps it makes the worst come out of people. That's exactly. also possible, you know? And it also, like, it makes you question, like, what are you willing to do to survive? And, yeah. you know, it alters you. Like, you know, maybe... I would... I, I, listen. I would I die would in a second. I would argue that raping someone does not help you to survive in any way, shape, or form, but... No, I agree. Sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> just, rationalize and... Just pointed it out. 
your dick is not gonna fall off. What do you guys think about Wendy though? Her her choice of of sending she's girls. She's just as worse she's as bad. Uh, but you don't think Jane. maybe she's she's just trying to survive? Like that's her yeah. way of surviving. Like she needs. To... She is trying to survive, but by doing that, she's lost her humanity, and that yeah. makes her a vile villain, in my eyes. I think she's. What's the word? Complacent. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like she's helping him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she, even if she knows deep down that it's bad, and she wishes it wasn't that way. She's literally bringing him six new women every month or whatever. But it's like that idea that Audra was talking about. It's like it's sending six women, but to save all the other women. Because if they don't have that treaty going with like sending six women each shipment, um, all the men are just going to attack settlement B. And like Audra like talks about it to Tyson and saying like, if I run away with Macy all those other women are going to get brutally raped and probably murdered. So it's like the lesser of two evils. Like, which one is the lesser, you know, evil? That whole, like, metaphor of, like, the... um, The train? I think it was, like, a train, yeah. And Mm -hmm. then, like, you have a bunch of people and then you have, like, a lever. And if you pull the lever, then one person dies or all of them die. And it's like, do you pull it? Do you kill one person to save four or... Do you just let the four people die? Yeah. And it was interesting. It, it was interesting. I mean, it's definitely like all, I mean, our favorite word, I guess, perspectives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess, I just, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm a very hopeful person. Yeah. <laughs> I do not know that, but I just, I would hope or want to think that even if the in the worst of situations like that, people would still rise up. And I, w- what I'm seeing here is like a society of people of people that have given up. Essentially, yeah. like they're just waiting to die. Yeah, like they just things are bad, and no one's rising up to change it. You know, I okay, I somewhat take back what I said about Wendy. Like she's a vile villain, and like she's lost humanity. But I honestly, like she's lived through what happened. She's lived. She's been raped brutally, and I think she's been raped by Jamie, which is the worst of the worst. And it's, um, she literally is just, she knows what these women are going through, and she's just trying to lessen the blow on the other women. What did you think of the episode with the door? I thought that that was kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't <laughs> like, stay there long. Like you said, it had no purpose. Like, I mean, I guess the, like, the idea... You know, is there, it's a thought that counts, you know, he's willing to build her a door with a lock. That's amazing. But they didn't really get to use it. (laughs) I don't know why my mind went somewhere sexual. What? They didn't get to use the door. (laughs) (laughs) I meant like, you know, we didn't get to see how strong it was. We didn't get to see like how. It's just wired a certain way. (laughs) Um, Speaking of. Let's talk about the sex in this book. Shit, it was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty hot. It, I want to know, because S sent a recording of the guys' voice, like the narrator, and it, <laughs> let me tell you guys, it is deep. It is, mm, you know? It, yeah. it, was a, it was a raspy. It was growly. It was a good voice. So I want to know how the sex scenes were in that voice. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. There, I think there must have been one sex scene where it was in his point of view. Because, oh, the narrator, he was mm-hmm, very good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, okay, so the sex was hot. That, that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> Can we also talk about, like, Tyson's character? Like, obviously, um, at the beginning, we've said that it starts off with a sex scene between them. And she doesn't get to, you know, reach her... Uh, her orgasm her climax Mm -hmm. there you go and he feels so bad about it and like he does he has to redeem himself and he fully says like i have to redeem myself and like pulls her and starts you know going to town on her yeah on her business i love how he was like after that first sex and he's like damn i wish i could go down on her (laughs) like okay boy you hungry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he did yeah but i just thought that was funny like that was the one thing he really wanted I, I i feel like he wanted that more than he wanted sex yeah so 
Like, yeah. that was peak for him. It was pleasuring a woman, which is just absolutely I love it. peak romance novel. Like, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> but again, it just, like, mm. further speaks to how, like... I know, like, our, our standards are pretty low for real men. But, like, <laughs> it just speaks of, like, how selfless he is. It wasn't, like, an act that he personally gets pleasure from. Like, he does, clearly. But, I mean, like, it's not something that, like, directly makes sure, like, he... Affects his... I mean, well, I wasn't sure directly yeah. affects his body. I mean, I guess it does. But, you know what? We understand what yeah. we're trying to do. Yeah. So, again, like, kudos to Tyson, man. He likes to go down. Yeah. He was, he was, like, he was very selfless. Yeah. In a way that I feel like alpha-ish men like him aren't usually... He was a soft like, boy hiding behind, like, this alpha yeah. exterior. Because I honestly think if he grew grew up on Earth and, like, stayed on Earth, he would not have been, like, this alpha, like, scary, like, aggressive man. I honestly think he would be, like, no, a soft... No, he was made that way, yeah. He would be, like, a soft, great, patient man. And, like, obviously he's both of those combined now because of his, you know, situation, his atmosphere. Um, yeah. Were you ever annoyed... By Audra's comments like, oh, I guess you want sex now. Or like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to pay for this later. Or like, it was constant. Yeah. Everything he would do. Like, she could not believe he would be, like, selfish, uh, selfless ever. Like, to her, everything was meant currency and the currency was sex. Like, it just, and I was like, can you not but I mean, he they had for you they had a lot of miscommunication though yeah girl. and when she got to the when she got to the planet i mean that's what that was the impression she got she needed to pay for you know yeah. and don't forget her first like experience on that planet was like seeing broken women and like men lusting after her and like expecting for them to rape her because like her the world is just so brutal and so she expects you know, the same from Tyson, because that's literally all she's been exposed to as soon as she got onto this planet. Yeah. In the beginning, it didn't bother me, and I agree with that. But I feel like at certain points in the story, she should have realized this guy is actually much sweeter and much kinder than I expected. And perhaps we could have that conversation. Like, maybe she could have opened up and said, yeah. like, hey, like... I'm just confused, like, are you expecting anything from me? Are you not? Like, sometimes you seem like you would want to, but you're not doing anything about it. Like, I just kind of wish she had seen him as someone who she can have this conversation with or Mm -hmm. seen him as someone who wouldn't do that because he wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I felt like she was kind of blind to it. And I I understand the situation Mm -hmm. and, and I get that, but you know growth please. no <laughs> yeah no I agree like growth but I feel like a lot of his like conversations happen internally like he's not a vocal mm-hmm. character he doesn't express his feelings sure. he doesn't really discuss things with people he just does things and we also mm-hmm. need to keep in mind um like Audra does a good job of like filtering out like what's going on but like we also need to realize that women are being raped right next door all over around them so she's literally just hearing like constant 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 sex constant rape going on so she expects that she's gonna have to pay for like you know the food she's gonna have to pay for like clean clothes she's gonna have to pay for all of that because like that's literally what's going on around her and also as I said Tyson does not vocalize his desires and what he expects of their relationship because he even calls them like he wants to maintain this partnership or companionship but we know that he wants to have her you know as a partner as an equal But she, obviously, like anyone else, would assume that he means, like, you know, friends of benefits. Which, I mean, the sex was great, girl. Like, just... Just take it. (laughs) It ain't bad, okay? Yeah. Like, I would just say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just feel like it's the kind of book where don't have expectations because they will not happen. No. You know what I mean? Like, he, he... So, he gets the door... The door serves no purpose because they have to go. They manage to escape. Macy gets taken away. Yeah. He has to choose between them. Like, I feel like every every time the character made one or two steps forward, it was like one backwards. Yeah. Right away. Mm-hmm. And I, 
in a way I'm like I okay I can appreciate it it's realistic it's like in a situation like this of like survival I guess it makes sense that whenever you move forward you inevitably move backwards too but yeah it's just so hopeless so hopeless I have a question so um when they decided that they were going to um be together and you know, they were going to take Macy with them. And then they went to go talk to Jamie. How did you girls feel about the situation, like the deal that they struck? You know, it was um, Jamie said that, okay, you guys can go, but only if I get Audra for one night. And then once, you know, Audra agrees to it, Tyson doesn't. But uh, once they decide, you know, that that's what's going to happen, Audra's like not on board, but she knows she has to do it until he decides to try and do some butt play. Um I how did you feel? Literally that? blocked that scene out of my brain. Yeah, <laughs> it was traumatic. Yeah, it was. Like it went further than I expected it to. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I really was not we, expecting. Like they were literally naked, and he was gonna, you know, insert it somewhere, you know, back door. <laughs> <laughs> and the back door was like locked, secured. Nothing was going in there. Like, nah. I was expecting it to end much faster than it did. I expected Tyson to, like, barge in, being like, never mind, bitch, I got a gun, I'm gonna kill you, or something. (laughs) But then it was so late. I thought, for a second, I thought the author was gonna take it there. I I thought so, too. Yeah. I honestly think it would have happened, it would have went all the way, if he didn't want to go into the back door. Yeah. Like, I think it would have happened. And, like, I think the reason why Tyson didn't burst in is, like, he knew that it had to happen for them to get away. Like, obviously, like, the inevitable happened and he killed Jamie and that meant that they had to find a new leader. But it was not something that was on the table at that time. Um, Isn't it awful that we think it would be possible for him to go all the way in this book because of how hopeless it is? (laughs) And the yeah. world is so that hopeless. That is kind of insane. The only reason Audra and Macy survived and made it okay is because they got lucky. They got lucky with Tyson. And yeah. that's the only hope in this whole book. And it's literally Audra trying to make the best of a situation. Like, she knows this world is brutal, but she wants to get out of zone four and, like, live a somewhat happy life, a content life with the man that she fell in love with. All I know is that she was lucky. I just feel like there's safety barriers, or I don't know how to call them, in romance that as a reader you kind of have in the back of your mind when things happen or things start going a certain way that you're like, ooh, I'm not feeling comfortable with it. But like you're like, oh, but I can trust the author to take care of me yeah. you know what I mean like there's mm-hmm. this sort of reassuring thing about romance where you just feel like the person knows what you're expecting and will deliver yeah so it's saying a lot about this book I feel like and how it's written that you don't have those <laughs> like you you I I didn't feel safe like I did not mm-hmm. know where it was gonna go S says like she was expecting it to go all the way like that is I like it kind of makes me question like is this even a romance novel on that front like true yes there's a love story but like does it then not qualify as romance because it just everything that's safe about romance and like comfortable and I'm not saying like obviously we've all read dark romance here like we've read those themes before but we knew about them you know what I mean like it's kind of in this case you don't expect it but the book just turns out that way I don't know what I'm trying to say it's just I'm wondering like does it does, does it, it still feel like as a, a romance novel a romance? to you mm. even though it's so hopeless and dark I kind of want to say no 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 like how you said it, it wasn't I didn't feel I didn't feel safe like there were there were I think two scenes where I'm like if if Jamie was a hero I was gonna DNF and if it does go this far I'm just not gonna yeah 
Um, like you said, we've all read dark romance, but I felt like this one tested the boundaries of what, like, I deemed dark romance. But then it brought me back to, like, I don't know if you girls read Captive in the Dark by C.J. Roberts. Of course. Yeah. That Girl, is kind of... question is that? That one... Okay, yeah. Okay, that was, like, the first, like, intense dark romance I've read. Um, and for me, um... It kind of resembled that in the sense where, like, it tested the boundaries of, like, what I was comfortable with. Because, like, in that book, the male lead did rape her in the butt numerous times. And, like... And he did watch her being raped by other people. Like, he watched her being passed around because that was his job. Like, yeah, and, and he his job was to train her. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I mean, it's a great book, but God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I would never read it today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Bless my soul from like six years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm trying to get at is like this book felt like a book written at in that time. You know, like it felt yeah. like when dark romance was just starting out and when the dark romance was like trying to find its like ground in romance society. It kind of felt like that. But I also think maybe it's just not a 2020 romance. You know what I mean? Like in the sense that it's not the kind of book you want to read in 2020 and perhaps it hits harder because of the year we've had. Like, I don't know if may- maybe like I-, I-, I personally, I know that I was really seeking those happy, joyful, not necessarily happy, but just stories that make me feel by the end just so satisfied and good, you know, like make me feel like I've escaped into another world or and obviously this not this did not deliver on that front so I wonder if like I'm harsher on it now yeah. because of the because of the situation and had I read this I don't know two years ago or in two years I'd feel differently yeah maybe like I maybe I wouldn't think it's so dark I don't know I don't know. I feel like for me, like, the books that I've read this year haven't always been cookie cutter, like, happy Girl, you all watch the time. Fucking Turkish shows where everyone gets kidnapped every episode, so. Shut up, okay? <laughs> In today's episode, my boy got shot, so I'm like, oh no! But anyways, um, so yes, I've been watching Turkish shows, but also, like, the books I've been choosing that aren't for the podcast, like, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, they're happy books. I feel like they're books that I can escape in and like they're not always like the positive like happy vibe um that you know one would sh- one should go to during you know 2020 um so yeah I, don't, I can't really say that no I worded it weird I don't mean happy the books I've read aren't by any means happy rom-coms or whatnot but what I mean is that feeling of knowing like, I really turned toward romance this year, like, in a way that I've never turned towards this this genre before. Like, it just, I needed it. I needed it to show me yeah. what love can do, how love can heal, how mm-hmm. love will, you know, win against all. Like, I needed that feeling. And so that's what I was seeking in the books that I was reading. Some of them were sad, but ultimately it always ends well. You know, like, I can trust the author to deliver the ending that I'm hoping for, mm-hmm. the ending that le- leaves me satisfied and make, makes me hopeful. I think that's kind of, I think hopeful is a better word. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, okay, tunnel. That, that I agree with. I guess that's what I'm saying with, like, this book didn't deliver on that front, and maybe that's why it kind of really hit me harder mm-hmm. than other books I've read this year, because it was like, oh, God, like, I'm really not getting out of this, the feelings that I'm wanting right now. Uh, yeah. Um, I agree with that. But I feel like we could also argue that, like, it's hopeful in the sense that, like, you know, like, Audra came there, you know, and obviously she had Love to make the best be of situations. found in the darkest places. <laughs> exactly. And, like, it made, like, Tyson want more in life, where he was literally just going through the motions and, like, surviving. He actually, and he sure. was just complacent. Now with Audra, he actually finds happiness and there's hope and there's love. And, like, as you said, love is found in the darkest of places. Like, love grew and blossomed in this hopeless, disgusting world. And I feel like that's the hopeful situation. Yeah, okay. I guess it's, like, there's two perspectives. There's the perspective of the characters and there's yours as a reader. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about mine as a reader. (laughs) How (laughs) I connect with the story. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, like, how the characters may feel about how, like, where they end up, you know? 
So you're right. Like on their front, they probably reached the happiest place they could be on that planet. The, that yeah. Yeah. So good for them. For me, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't get there. Yeah. I don't know. But like you said, it could be happy for now, and maybe later yeah, on in the yeah. series, they could dismantle the system. Yeah. No, that's true. All right. We never really got into what the monster of the story was, but I feel like we kind of talked about it burn the whole planet to the ground burn the system burn the universe burn whoever the fuck has <laughs> you know implanted this system of a who got to it isn't though like i don't know who decided it's like there's the- a galactic uh, federation <laughs> <laughs> oh god i wish no but it's like there's like a galactic uh like political party yeah, or whatever. not yeah. political party but like you know what i mean like what the hell it's like i don't understand how it works well clearly like the humans settled on different planets and moons and then they had to form um like a galactic um what is it called justice system yeah but like you okay look at the world not every country works the same way as far as like yeah who are convicted, how it works, is there a death penalty, is there not, yeah. is there, like, it works differently for every country, so it's like, in this world, it seems like literally anyone that commits a crime just gets sent there, and that's how every planet works, yeah. which I find a little bit uh, unrealistic, because, like, heck, if 200 and so country can't get along, <laughs> I don't think the whole goddamn galaxy can, <laughs> but, yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's it's brutal, and I don't like. I don't understand how that happened. Like a prison planet. Um, I, like obviously we don't know about their lives on the moon, or like because Audra lived on a moon, or like um, Tyson's life on Earth. We don't know what Earth became in the future. We just, we don't know. I mean, we kind of know. He said it wasn't entirely unlivable. Well, I mean, in so. terms of, like, what the people were like, what, like, the living conditions were, um, did they have food, were there jobs, like, that type of thing. We don't know, like, what the world is like, what the mentality of the people are like. I mean, let's just put it out there. I'm waiting for this Galactic Federation to, you know, actually form a treaty <laughs> with Earth so that, you know, the whole, like, alien Tinder starts up so I can Girl, find my alien I mean, husband. Yes. I've said it before. I'm <laughs> saying it again. I am waiting for approval from my mail-order husband, alien husband. <laughs> Please send it through. I will gladly welcome him. Or maybe he can just take me away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe I just don't want to be. Yeah, <laughs> girls, if I go missing, you know my alien husband. If you go me. missing, yeah. I'm not sounding the alarm. It's because you're in good hands. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Are we... I feel like we didn't really talk about the monster. We didn't. That, I, mean... I asked about it, and everyone just ignored me. Oh, okay. Well, monster... Um, whoever is in charge of the system, yeah. whoever yeah. put it in place to begin with, the planet. Um, obviously, the vile. I was going to say the vile nature of men, and when I say men, I I mean like uh, mankind. Yeah, like mankind, like just the vile things that he, we could do. Human, or, humankind. Oh, sorry, <laughs> feminist. <laughs> Well, I was going to, okay, yeah, sure. I was going to say men with a capital M. Sorry, I'm old school. No, it's okay. Humankind. The, 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 like, really awful things we would go, like, the really awful lengths we would go to to survive, I feel, as a monster, like, it's really, like, a, I don't know, like, it kind of shows, like, a self-reflection of, like, what would you do? Yeah. To survive. That's like, true. What would you do if you were put into the situation? Okay. Yeah. Can that be a question for us? Oh God! <laughs> what would I... what would we do? Would it be what is that saying? Survival of the fittest. Like, would you yeah. do anything possible in order to survive in this world? Would you become a Wendy? I don't know. Fuck no, man. I'm finding a goddamn tree branch and I'm stabbing myself with that. <laughs> 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 See, for me, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm capable of. I don't, like, if I'm in that situation, you don't know. I, 
I don't think I could kill myself. Like, I don't think I could, like, kill anyone else. I don't think I could let myself be raped. But at the same time, you don't know. You don't know what could happen if you're not in the such like the situation like i just i don't know or let's say you're a guard what would you do if you were a guard would you try to help people would you try to be the change well that's the thing too right it's like they're just as bad like they're not helping no they're not like we also need to keep in mind this is a like a planet full of prisoners like we don't know the extent of their crimes like, the only good people that we see is Audra, Tyson, and Macy. But even Macy just bends her head and just ignores things. Actually, that's not true. She's actually giving food away. Never mind. But, like, what What are your chances of finding a Tyson? You know? like Slim it's... to none. Audra's got him already. I don't know. I feel like I like to think that even in the worst of situations, there comes a point where you think, nah, this is my limit. I don't. I don't go there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... I just feel like it's a really dark place to put your mind in because I honestly... I don't know. And I also thought about, like, if, like, I was seeing someone that, like, you know, was subjugated to, like, awful situations and, like, an awful, like, man, um, would I be the person to go help them? I don't know. Like, I would, I would want to say yes. I want, like, I could not see someone in pain. Like, even to this day, I can't see people in pain. I can't see people, like, obviously being, you know, brutalized. But at the same time, in that world, like, would I have that same mentality? Would I be browbeaten? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, for me, like, I agree. It's like the, it was whoever organized this prison planet and, you know, this messed up societal norm. Um, like, it just basically meant, like, women were nothing and that they were just empty vessels to please men. Um, it was, like, this whole idea of toxic masculinity, you know, that women are only meant to serve men, that they don't have their own thoughts, that they are basically, as I said, vessels. Um, the women are even sterilized, so they can't procreate. They have no rights on their bodies. They have no rights on, like, you know, their words even, because Tyson even tells Audra, you can't, don't taunt the men. You know, just don't taunt them. Don't talk back. Um, but the women are sterilized. But do you think the men are sterilized as well? I mean, there's no point for them to be sterilized if the women are sp- sterilized. I don't think so. Again, I guess you're thinking, why like, why aren't... Women? Yeah, why aren't the men sterilized? <laughs> like, I guess so they wouldn't have a period. True. That is true. That is true. But it's still, like, why are they the expendable ones? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, no. I just... So, I mean, that's for me, I thought, like, on this planet, that's what the monster was. It was toxic masculinity at its finest, you know? But you know what that reminded me of? Like, the fact that they're sterilized against their will? Again, reminded me of the fact that, like, a couple weeks ago, there was this article about women on the border being like sterilized against their yeah. will their womb was taken out what the and i think fuck? they were being like, lied just, to so you, you think you think that's so you know you read this and like had i read this two years ago i'd be like oh my god that's wild never gonna happen like that's you know fictional yeah but then reading it today it's like wait this is not actually this unrealistic of of I was gonna say corporations, but like kind of deciding what the fuck happens with your own goddamn body. Like just the justice system being allowed to decide what happens to your body is just is disgusting. Yeah. Like it honestly, like it mind boggles me. Like we're in today's society and like women and people, you know, with re- like female reproductive organs, like I'm sorry, but it's just like I hate that, like, so many of, like, our rights are being taken away, and it's just, like, it's, like, so apparent in this book. Like, obviously, like, I don't know if it was Emmy Chandler's, you know, purpose, but, like, highlighting, like, how women don't have rights on themselves, and, like, they literally cannot control themselves in this world. Like, they have no control over themselves, and it's just, like, I don't know if that was on purpose, but it's just, like, it really highlights what's going on in society today. kind of highlights how far the world has gone. In the wrong direction. That, yeah, that that this is not actually this unrealistic. Yeah, I agree. It's sad and awful, obviously. Yeah, there's um, so many countries in our world today that, like, 
you know, this is very reminiscent of women are like browbeaten into submission. You know, they have to like bend their head. They have to like endure whatever is thrown in their way just to serve like their spouse or their partner or whatever the situation may be. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's awful. And it's, that's all I have to say. Like, I honestly, like this book was not, as you said, it was hopeless. Um. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do think like, actually, the good thing is that at least in our world, there are people that are standing up and fighting back. You know what I exactly. mean? Like you see resistance in the face of atrocities like that. Mm-hmm. But in this world, in the world of the book, unfortunately, you don't really get to see that. So yeah. the only champions they have would be um, Macy and Audra because, you know, Macy almost died basically from trying to give someone food um same thing happened to Audra like helping other women is obviously frowned upon um because their guardian should be the one protecting them um but they are the ones that are hurting them well I guess the guard woman did you know make an act of of resistance by letting them through but was she helping them or was she just she just wanted to get out I think it was both I think she was helping them and also that meant she would which is just fucked up on another level like she's literally a guard she's not committed any crime and her her people have let her live on like they just they were like okay well you're gone now well they thought she was dead they presumed you're dead which obviously like they didn't even try to look for her um which is another question like why is she so expendable that you just left her on a prison planet with nasty disgusting people or that you didn't even care to look for a body or make sure that she really was dead and not just injured. Yeah. Like, that is fucked up too. Like, just... I think because they... I think Vivian said that they... If they couldn't see her in, like, the first day or whatever, that she probably was dead because, you know, the world is awful. And Zone 4 is known for murderers and rapists, so they just thought she was going to be dead. Didn't Jamie take out her tracker? Wasn't she tracked? Yeah, he did. He took he took her tracker. He oh, did. yes, yes, yes. Jamie did take take a tracker. <sighs> Another reason to hate Jamie. God damn it. Ugh, I hate Resuscitate the bastard so we can kill him again. There's only one Jamie I like, and that's Jamie Frazier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, are we done? Um, I feel like we need to end on a happy on. note, guys. This is too depressing. Okay, well, um, resist, persist. <laughs> the world will get better. <laughs> get better. <laughs> I feel uh, like that's a poster. <laughs> I mean, I guess like we don't have to ask the question. Would you want to? That would be a hard no. <laughs> don't even ask. Be in the place of any of the characters. Yeah, I feel like that's a don't no. Don't ask that question. Um, all right. This is it for this very depressing episode. <laughs> um, we promise next apologies. week will be better. Okay, it won't I'm be as depressing. Sure it will. Next time we pick a sci-fi, we I'll make sure to they're pick not delicious, tailed, horned, rigged men. There yeah. you go. We'll we'll pick a blue or a green or orange alien. That's really my favorite. <laughs> um, we are. Romancing the Monsters podcast on Instagram and the RTM pod on Twitter. You can also email us if you want to at romancingthemonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> and you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at foes and lovers. And you can find me S on Twitter and Instagram at but this book. And you can find me Seth on both Instagram and Twitter at pros with woes. All right. Well, See you next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye.